Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Stop the BS, the best football show of all time, better than any football show to ever exist, ever. I am Connor Burns, along with Ryan Swankadanga, Banga, Banga, Manka, Tanka, Kowski. There you go. I was about to say, you can't forget the Tanka. Yeah, there he is, um, eating roast beef and cheese sliders with curly fries. Damn, did you make those yourself? No. Oh, okay. Chef Mayhem. Shout out to Chef Ross. He's a goat, bro. Bro, our chef is goaded. Chef Lane. Exactly. Absolute G. Mm-hmm. He's him. But, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, usually we would go in with our hot takes and everything, but we had a very busy week in the NFL. It was the trade deadline, and this is the most active trade deadline ever in NFL history, which is fucking crazy that we saw this all go down. So I said to Swank, I think that we're just going to go through each trade. We can give a winner, we can give a loser, or we can say it's a pretty even trade. And we just talk about it, say what we think about it. So I'm going to start off with the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. New York receiving running back James Robinson after Brees Hall went down with the injury. And Jacksonville receives a 2023 six-round draft pick. We're starting a little bit back, I know, guys. But we got to talk about this whole week since we missed everything. Go ahead, Swank. What do you think about this? Yeah, James Robinson trade. Um, I like it. I like it a lot for the Jets. Um, obviously, Brees Hall went down and he was having a top 10 season for a running back, not just amongst rookies, amongst the entire league, which is already crazy to think about. So, um, really, a six-round pick for a guy like James Robinson, who two years ago was an absolute stud for the Jags, and this year was already getting some big down work earlier in the season. I absolutely love it for the Jets. I feel like it's basically – there's no way they could theoretically lose that trade because all they give up was a sixth uh, and they add depth to help out with Michael Carter. So they're making a playoff push, which is crazy for me to say. Um, and I love the trade a lot for the Jets. For the Jags, I feel like they could have gotten a little bit higher, maybe a fifth, maybe a fourth um, for Robinson. And um, But I like them making ETN that back. They're finally telling ETN, hey, you're that guy, now you're healthy. Uh, and he's more talented than I believe Robinson is, especially in the passing game. So I like it a lot for the Jets, not bad for the Jags. Yeah. Um, I'll start off by saying shout out to James Robinson, Illinois State Redbird, dude, making big things happen in the NFL. Undrafted, and he's doing all this. But um, I believe that this is really good for the New York Jets. Brees Hall played like an absolute animal out of his mind <coughs> when he was healthy. And I feel like a six-round pick, it's a little bit low in compensation. It's not a fleece or anything like that. That's one thing that I'm going to talk about after this. But I think that New York won this trade just by – a little bit, but what I wanted to, what I just brought up, I want to talk about NFL fans have to realize, like on Twitter and shit, wherever, not every single fucking trade has to be a fleece. Literally, every single trade, it can be the most even thing of all time. And they go, fleece, 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 all this, dude. I have a feeling oh. you're referencing something that has to do with the Bears. No, 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 no. I'm not referencing that at all. I'm just talking in general. What we'll get into the Bears trades. I'm perfectly fine with all the Bears trades. And Swank is absent right now. But um, actually, next up is one of the Bears trades. Hello? I'm here. You're right. The Wi-Fi keeps going in and out. We're chilling, though. It's fine. Okay. Um, I don't know why. It's just terrible today. It's all good, though. All right. Next up, we have Robert Quinn being dealt to Philly. And the Chicago Bears receive a fourth-round draft pick. I'll let you go first with this one. Love it. Love it for Philly. They're loading up on the defense. Obviously, they're still undefeated. Um, Fourth round pick. 
I'd say this one's pretty even. Maybe could have gotten a third. Maybe, right? But I love it for Philly. I mean, they're at, they're adding to the defense. I, I could see why not, right? They're going for that run this year. They're going all the way this year. That's what they want to do. They, and they feel like they can do that. So this is a big piece to help them do that. So I see why not go all in. A fourth isn't even, you know, it's, it's a big pick, but it's not that big. I love it for Philly. And for Chicago, I think you guys maybe kind of similar to the Jets or the Jags. I think you got maybe could have gotten a third. Could have gone up one more, but I mean, you guys are basically rebuilding. So I like it for you guys to get rid of him and the contract and all that stuff. So. All right. I, that Wow. I expected a lot worse out of Robert Quinn. Um, We kind of fucked up with Robert Quinn and we should have traded him this off season after his monster year. We could have got probably a first round pick out of him, but that's in the past, the past in the past. You can't just sit here and say what if for right now I'm perfectly fine with getting a fourth round pick. It's, it's a 32-year-old pass rusher who has one sack on the air. He is a dog. He's an animal. But he's not shown that same progress that he did last season when he broke the Bears' sack record. And you, so. you also you also don't need him, right? That's yeah, what I'm saying. I like this for you guys. Don't, you, you, know. you don't need him right now at yeah. all. It sucks because I like Robert Quinn. He's a very likable guy. But it it's business. It just had to happen. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're going to take our talents over to Kansas City. And we have the New York Giants giving the Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Toney. And New York receives a third-round compensatory draft pick and a six-round pick. Uh, yeah. Chiefs, absolute W here. Here's the thing, though. Tony off the field issues and injury issues. Gosh, what? I had to reconnect. The, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, Injuries throughout his short career and off-field issues off his short career. Change of scenery was absolutely needed. This guy, though, is an absolute athlete, man. Dude can fly. He can be used in several different situations. He's like an unproven Tyreek Hill based off athleticism and speed-wise. That's, that's who he kind of is. Absolutely love this deal for the Chiefs. Love it. Tremendous. The Giants, I don't love it as much because I feel like a guy in his second year, you just weren't utilizing him right. And I don't know. I feel like they could have given him more chances. They, they should have had him on the field more. Um, I, I, I don't love it for the Giants. I, I feel like they should have kept him and tried to develop him because especially with that team, the way that team is playing right now, who knows what he could have done the rest of the season or down, or down the line. So I, I like this a lot for the Chiefs. Gives them diversity um, in the passing game. But for the Giants, I feel like they kind of took an L here. I, I, I don't know why the Giants are trading away anybody, especially if they're trying to make a playoff push. And their offense with Daniel Jones, I don't give a shit how he's played this year. He sucks balls. You need to give that offense as much help as they can get. And I truly don't understand trading away one of your core wide receivers for two for a third and a six-round pick. Especially when they don't have any other wide receivers, dude. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, that's why. Like, if you had, like, a true wide receiver one, because Kenny Galladay sucks balls, too, then maybe we'd be talking, like, okay, that's not the end of the world, but Canarius Tony is one of your main guys in New York. And if you really want to make a playoff push, yes, the Ryan, the Giants have a kick-ass run game with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. You're going to have to throw the ball, too, to be able to beat some of these teams uh, on your way to the playoffs or in the playoffs. You're going to have to throw the ball. And not having Canarius Tony there, that's going to hurt them a lot. Yep. I agree. Oh, boy. 
Ravens acquire star linebacker Roquan Smith. Baltimore receives Roquan Smith, and the Chicago Bears receive A.J. Klein, linebacker. 2023 second-round draft pick and a 2023 fifth-round draft pick. Go ahead, Ryan Swank and Gatowski. Uh, I'd say this one is probably of the higher-level trades to, that, we, that we saw. I This one, honestly, is pretty even. I'd say a second and a – what did you say, fifth? Fifth. And a player. I don't – I've heard that name. I don't know if he's great. Kind of a bum, but – Yeah. I'd say a second and a fifth is pretty good for you guys. I, I think you guys were going to deal them regardless, so you kind of had to bite the bullet sort of. Like, you wanted to get rid of them 100%, right? So, I like it. For the Ravens, I really like it. Again, another team that's trying to compete and just adding another really big defensive weapon. We've, we're seeing that. It's a theme now, right? Um, but I think it's pretty fair. For you guys so i like this a lot for the ravens and i like it for you guys too second and fifth and again you guys aren't building anything right now you're trying to rebuild and he's out again hello there he is i'm here dude it is crazy he's going in and out every two minutes i'm sorry but um all right i see what you're saying um yeah i'm gonna start with i agree with it and the one thing that a lot of people don't understand is when you see Roquan Smith for a second and a fifth round pick, you go, holy shit, they robbed him. Yeah. The Ravens gave us a second and a fifth round pick for eight games, eight games out of Roquan Smith. That's it. That's all that's left on his contract. And then he is a free agent. He can walk right out the door. And I, I'm perfectly fine with dealing him because also news came out that over the summer, the Chicago Bears offered him a $120 million contract, and he said no, that he wanted more money. And to pay a linebacker almost quarterback money, no. That, that's Don't just, do it. That's just not how the NFL is today, and that's not how it should be. So best of luck to Roquan. I absolutely love the guy. He yeah. is hell of a player. But I'll take my second-round draft pick and my fifth-round draft pick. I would as well. I and, agree with you. And AJ Klein. Next up, okay, this is actually a big trade. The Vikings and the Lions, Minnesota receives tight end TJ Hawkinson, a fourth-round draft pick and a 2024 conditional fourth-round draft pick. Detroit receives the 2023 second-round draft pick and a 2024 third-round draft pick. What do you think, Swank? Hold on, hold on. What are you doing? Guys, these things, they're like roast beef sliders. So it's got roast beef on there. And then like some like horseradish cheese. So fucking good. And curly fries. Hey, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. All right, good. I switched it to my phone. All right, we should be chilling now. I'm done messing with Wi-Fi. It's like going in and out like crazy today. I don't know why today of all days, but it's fine. All right, we should be chilling now. TJ Hawkinson trade. I saw this on, I believe I was driving back from Houston, and I go, what? I was like, 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 what? First off, you tr- you left them in the division. First, off, you never do that with a player that has the skill set that Hawkinson has, especially at the tight end position. He's a top five tight end in the NFL, especially this year when all you got is Andrews and Kelsey right here, and then the rest of the league just hmm. Waller's been terrible this year. Um, Kittle's been okay in the passing game. He's been great through the blocking game. 
I love this trade for Minnesota. Adding another weapon to this offense is huge. Another target for Kirk Cousins is absolutely huge, and they did it at a position that they really needed. Irv Smith got hurt out for 10 weeks. Irv Smith is also not even close to the level that Hawkinson is. For me, Minnesota, absolute win through and through, 100%. The Lions, this is a big L. It's a big L. You left them in division. And you know what the crazy thing is? The biggest consensus that I've seen everywhere is that the Lions won this trade. I I don't get it. How how are you going to say that Detroit wins this trade? Yes, the second-round pick and the third-round pick, that's great. For Hawkinson, to turn the Vikings in your own division. Oh, I They want it. Be stuff. Huh? huh? What? I didn't say nothing. Dude, you are just like cutting out like crazy. Bro, that one was you, dog. No, it wasn't. I'm not like that. I'm my Wi Fi. You are the you are like that. My Wi-Fi is differently. But what I was saying was Detroit. I've, I've been seeing a lot of Detroit has won this trade, and I just seriously don't understand that because when you get a player on that Minnesota offense at Hawkinson's level, it's crazy hours in Minnesota right now. Yeah. Oh. I agree. There's burping on air <coughs> and coughing. Do that away from the mic, dog. Burr's just doing ASMR I'm, now. <coughs> oh, how about that? Burr's just um, exaggerating sounds now. Yeah, but um, Minnesota, I said the whole fleece thing. This is a fleece. This, this is fleece city. I think, I think people were saying the Lions won that trade because, like, I, I forgot what I saw. Something about contract or I don't know, something like that. But regardless to me, this is an absolute dub for Minnesota. So. Shut up, yuppie kid. All right, next up, we have Chase Claypool traded to the Chicago Bears for the Bears' second-round draft pick. What do you think, Swank? You know how I feel about this. Uh, I don't love it. This is the – Probably the first trade where I don't Kill love yourself. it for fuck you. the receiving players team. Nope, I don't you. love it for the Bears. Fuck you. Okay. Second round pick to me for Claypool is a little high. He's talented. Second round pick's high, man. That's 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 a high pick. Yes, I understand you got that in the Roquan trade. So you're basically trading Roquan and you get a fifth in Claypool. I understand. I don't love it. If it's maybe a fourth or a th- even a third, maybe. Claypool's good, but I wanted you. I wanted you guys to go out there and get like a speedster, somebody like a Hill esque, like a Waddle esque, like you know that kind of vibe towards. I want to stretch bit. the field where fields can stretch the field. Okay, you you guys as the Bears offense has to stretch the field, man. You guys have a good running game and you have absolutely no passing yeah, game, you which recently has been fine. Dude, I'm sorry, we can't stress the field. Look, Justin wants to stress the field with you and you know when that speed's gonna come with the eighth ninth pick in the 2023 nfl draft the chicago bears select blank wide receiver name that's when the speed's gonna come that name better say jackson smith and jigba that's what that name should say if you know who that is Cool. Uh, you know me. I'm not a big college guy. No, I'll That's be- crazy. That's crazy. I, I do my research. I do my research. Bro, college football is the greatest thing on this planet. Shut up. I do my research when the time comes. Also, I went to Rocky Top. That shit was crazy. That, 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 that did look cool. Neyland Stadium is wild. Yeah, checkerboard. So. But um, 
starting off with this, a second, first off, people were bitching over it being our pick and not the Ravens pick. Cry me a fucking river. It's a 20 pick difference. Like literally. Cry. That's a lot though. You can, you can see that's it's a, a decent lot. amount. It's a decent amount, but people would say bears won the trade and then fleece because of a 20 pick difference. Shut the fuck up. That's over exaggerating, but um, going for speed. I feel like any of the wide receivers who are, were in the position to get traded during the trade deadline. Where's that guy with that motherfucker dude. <laughs> The Bears called all of them, every single one. They called every single team, and they said, hey, what do you want for him? And this was probably the best value that we could get. That's at least my personal belief, because Jerry Judy was up for grabs, but they wanted a second and a fifth for him. There were a few other wide receivers up for grabs as well. And I think Chase Claypool, and you said stretch the field. What also is going to help stretch the field is now you can't just triple team Mooney every single play. You have somebody running next to him now, which is beautiful having two wide receivers to throw to instead of Mooney and then Vellis Jones Jr., Dante Pettis, and the absolute bums of the Chicago Bears. This, this, is, what right. I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you're saying, oh, now now freaking um, Mooney cannot be triple covered. It's not like you guys got D-Hop out there or Adams out there. Dog. This is Chase Claypool. No, it's not. Okay? It's not, but it helps. This, is not, this is not even a Shut wide up, I love Chase Claypool. I think that he's going to be great. I've liked him for a long time. I like Chase Claypool, but it seems like you're reacting as if he's a pure wide receiver one, and he's no, not. No, 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 no. I think that apparently the rumor is that he's going to be our number one guy, but I think that Mooney should still be our number one guy. Okay, but is Mooney capable of being the pure wide receiver one? No, and that's why you go to the draft and you draft the top wide receiver out of this draft class. It's okay, literally that simple. That's what people don't understand. So now you're going double wide receiver using a first on wide receiver. No, 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 second no, no, no. Shut Because what people don't understand is they say, oh, you could have used that second round pick to draft a wide receiver. We still have another second round pick. We still have another first round pick. We have the most fucking cap space in the NFL by at least $25 million, I believe. We can make moves to get more wide receivers and better wide receivers. This is the help in the moment and the help next year. So why, why do you need help right now? Do you think you're going somewhere this year? Well, because the free agency market for wide receivers sucks balls this year. It's horrible. So, it so why are you adding the wide receiver? Do you guys, apparently you guys think that you guys are going somewhere this year. That's no. why you add a skill position. No, because, dude, the wide, rec- the wide receiver market is fucking horrible throughout free agency this year. It is bad. It's really bad. Because everybody went last year. Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, they all went last year. Now it's a fucking blank space. It's a bunch of nobodies. Like, legitimately, it's a bunch of nobodies and a few Bears wide receivers. This was your bet, bet, best bet trading for him now because trying to trade for a wide receiver during the offseason, it would have costed a hell of a lot more money or a hell of a lot more draft picks, whatever it might have been. Smart to do it now. You go and draft the top wide receiver out of this draft class. It's perfect. Mooney, Chase Claypool, and a top 10 pick wide receiver. I'm I just don't think – I don't think you're going with wide receiver now in the top 10 pick. That's my problem. Okay, second round. Gonna do it. Second round. Second round. Okay. That's fine. George Pickens was in the second round. I'll take him all day. Okay. I'll take it all day. All right. Next up, 
Um, that's kind of a mid trade. Here we go. Bradley Chubb headed to Miami as well as a 2025 fifth round draft pick for Chase Edmonds, a 2023 first round draft pick, and a 2024 fourth round draft pick. What do you think, Swank? Um, this this one's a difficult one. I like it for Miami. Um, I'm not going to say I absolutely love it. I do like it, though. Chubb has shown what he's capable of doing, yet there is the injury concern there. You lost your first-round pick this year because of allegations for that whole whatever thing it was back in the summer. So you lose that pick. There's only 31 first-round picks this year. Then you get lose your first-round pick next year. And I've, I think we both have experience of not having first-round picks back-to-back years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. So you better hope Bradley Chubb stays healthy. That being said, if he does stay healthy, this defense just took a huge step forward. They're the last in the league in sacks. Um, and as a contending team, you can't do that, especially come playoff time. You have to have pressure on the quarterback or your secondary will get shredded. So in that aspect, if Chubb stays healthy, I like it. For Denver, it's a question mark because you get all these people in the offseason to go make a run. Are they selling the ship now, quote, unquote? Are they thinking, hmm, maybe this year we're kind of done already? Because you're not going to trade your best defensive player in the middle of the season if you're thinking you're going to go somewhere. Even Carolina declined two first-round picks for Brian Burns. I was like, ooh, I probably would have taken that one, maybe. But if you're, if you're denying – if you're trading somebody off middle of the season of that caliber, you're probably saying, okay, we're looking at next year now, right? So, for me, that's kind of like the dagger to the Broncos. Um, defensively, especially um, saying, okay, we're kind of done this year. So stays healthy. Love it. Doesn't stay healthy. Don't love it for either team. And, you know, maybe the Broncos still got a shot. They showed a lot of energy during that game against Jacksonville. Well, also Trevor Lawrence just sucks balls. That's Dude, Wilson has turned into quite the character up in Denver. He's such a fucking cornball. Like, I don't know what he's doing. He just – he's like a Disney character, like a Disney Channel character, I swear to God. He's like an NPC. He's just like – he just keeps saying, let's ride. Like, <laughs> give it up, bro. Like, he just keeps doing random things like the high knees on the plane. He's literally – The high knees on the plane is like one of the most ridiculous sports stories that I've heard in the past few years. Like, what? Your whole think, team is getting rest on a very long plane ride to London. Like and you're hours. stretching in the aisle. For four hours. Four straight hours. Who the hell stretches for four hours? People that stretch people out for a living, like people are in chiropractors and physical therapists, they stretch people out for four hours. They're tired as hell, and they're like, who in the right mind would do that? You're not going to go stretch for I think, four I hours. That, I think what he tried to do with it is he tried to make people be like, damn, he's got that dog in him. He's different like that. But Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, he's he just I, – I don't get it. What happened – I mean, he's always been like the sweet, you know, sweet boy from Wisconsin – from University of Wisconsin and made it to the NFL. You know, he's always been like a nice guy. But this is just weird. It's just like – he's just like a Disney Channel character. That's what I see out of him. Like, yeah. I see him being in the background of like Wizards of Waverly Place. It's just Russell Wilson being like their – I agree. I agree. It's odd. Cornball. But, yeah, um, I'm going to say I like Miami a lot for this trade because I feel like Miami has 
a lot of potential this year and next year, and just in general, dude. They look real nice. I feel like they're going to keep on going, keep playing real nice. Just get it done. I, I like Miami a lot this year. Denver, they also got a decent bag, though, but I'm all in for Miami. Okay. Next up, even though he is out for the rest of this year, Jacksonville receives Calvin Ridley, and Atlanta gets a 2023 fifth-round pick and a 2024 second-round pick. Go ahead, Swing. Fifth and a second. I'm pretty sure that is a conditional. It has, like, a bunch of subcategories, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 conditionals. Um, Probably because yeah. it plays a minute or not. Uh, I like this. I like this for both teams. Um, Atlanta's proven this year that they don't need really to win. Um, while also getting at least a second, I don't know, I forget what can work there, but a second and a fifth for a player that's not even playing the rest of the year. I like it. That's why I like it for Atlanta. They've proven that they don't really need him. Probably it would help them, but they've proven that they don't necessarily need him. Um, and I would say for Jacksonville, I like it as well. Yet I feel like they keep targeting the wrong positions. They're, they have other holes in their, in their lineups that they need to address before wide receiver. And they also just got Christian Kirk in the offseason. So they're bolstering the offense, but they're bolstering the wrong part of the offense. The O-line hasn't looked great this year. You need a guy behind ETN now. Defensively, you've been struggling. They've lost five games in a row. So getting a player – look, they're already looking at next year. Getting a player like that, he's very talented, and so I respect it. But I feel like they're just looking at the wrong positions right now. So that's what I feel. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Um, Calvin Ridley's good. He is good. We don't know how he's going to be when he comes back. A year away from football, that's a lot of time. A lot of time. Deshaun Watson, almost two years away from football. A lot of time. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks bad. He looks like he's taking steps backwards instead of forwards. I feel like that's the main concern, and they're trying to get him more help for next year, which that's great, but you got to figure out your quarterback first. The trade is the trade. That's that's a pretty fair trade. I'll, I'll give him that much. That's fine. I don't care. You got to figure out Trevor Lawrence, and you got to figure him out fast. Because right now, I mean, it, it would piss off Swank if I say it, but there's one quarterback the past majority of the season has looked the best out of the class so far. Other class. I mean, Mac Jones literally losing his starting job. Zach Wilson, nothing out of him. The giant, the jet, ah, the Jets run game has carried them. Trevor Lawrence is taking a step backwards. That that whole that whole class seems a bit shaky. I don't think Lawrence is taking a step backwards. I just think he a hasn't bit. taken a step forward. That is true too. Yeah, he hasn't taken a step forward. That's a better way to word it. There's one guy who's taken a few leaps forward with the worst supporting cast in the NFL, and it's just everybody's shocked. It's it's real crazy. It's real crazy. But figure out Trevor Lawrence, and then you can focus on that. Look, I, me personally, though, I still think Fields is a question mark. Yes, the past few weeks has looked good, but he has also had a bunch of games here where he's looked really bad. So with the worst keep that, cast in keep the that NFL in and a brand new coaching staff. You got to give him time. He hasn't even played 17 games. Give him, give him some time. Don't worry. That's what I said. I give right, him time. Next up, next up, Bill swap running backs with Colts in trade. Buffalo receives Naheem Hines, and the Colts get Zach Moss in a conditional fifth-round draft pick. What do we think? 
it seems like a low-key trade, but absolute dub for the Bills. Um, I wanted them to maybe look at Kareem Hunt rather than Naeem Hines, Ooh. but Hunt asking price would have been a little more. Yeah. Uh, Hines out of the backfield is great. They have the they have the their backfields always <clears throat> the past few years have been interesting. Where all their backs can really come out of the backfield. Singletary can come out of the backfield. Uh, they drafted Cook out of Georgia, uh, who they're not using at all this year. He's just a complete no-show, no factor. Um, and they had Zach Moss, who out of the backfield was supposed to be good and has really struggled. So Hines is their passing back now, basically through and through. Um, he'll get some good looks. He'll get some good snaps with them. I love it. This Bills team added just an, a nice little piece of the offense that they needed. So love it for the Bills, for the Colts. Cool. I, mean, I agree 100%. The Bills look real nice. Yeah. They look really nice. And I think that this team has a lot of momentum going into this second half of the season. Um, and I really believe in Buffalo, and I believe that they're going to do some bad, bad things, be some bad, bad people, and maybe <laughs> make their way to getting a little ring on their fingers as well. But Naheemheims, that's going to help a lot. Having that running back there, because Zach Moss was kind of a bum. That was literally like the one struggling part of the Bills' offense is their run game. But I feel like with Naheem Himes there, it's going to help a lot. And maybe they might pick up this one free agent wide receiver named Odell Beckham Jr. when the time comes. Potentially, because OBJ said that he was one of their teams. I don't know if the Bills are going to bite on it. I mean, they're fine. They don't need a wide receiver. They don't need him. They got Gabe Davis, who I really like. So Gabe Davis is a dog. That man. Maybe as wide receiver three, they could take him. But Isaiah McKenzie's kind of filled that role as well. Yeah, I know. He's good, too. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say it's a He's decent true. trade. No hate here. Um. The rest of the trades are kind of mediocre. I mean, you got Atlanta receiving Rashad Fenton and then Kansas yeah. City getting a seven-round pick. The rest are kind of mediocre trades. So I think that we're going to cut it there with the trade deadline. That was the most active trade deadline in NFL history. It was very active, but, like, the names, per se, weren't huge besides a few, you know? There was Roquan Smith, Bradley Chubb, um, who else would you throw in the big name category? Chase Claypool. Everybody knows Chase. I'd throw Robert Quinn in there. For some reason, dude, I didn't know how to react because this is the first time where it's like the Bears have ever been active at like a deadline in my life. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, we've been active in previous years just for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know what I'm shocked about? I'm I'm actually really surprised that David Montgomery didn't get dealed. Dude, Herbert should be your RB1. I'm playing. Actually, I like the tandem. You, you guys running back core is great good you know the Bears are the best rush game in the nfl right now i believe it 100 because fields can't throw so you gotta run the ball fields can't hitting fields can throw stop it let's 7, go 23 don't worry about it three touchdowns too dude man's an animal bro plays two good games people lose their mind okay go ahead let's go not just two he's had sparks all year don't worry He's a, he's a great player. He's also had some All right, starting off, with probably, starting off with probably one of the worst Thursday night games of the year. And, no, there's actually a count. You could, like, you could, like, rank. I mean, but this game's going to be a fucking blowout. You got the Eagles going into Houston. In Houston? In Houston. Playing the Texans tomorrow at 7.15. Don't pull that fucking gun. No. Yeah. I will say this though, you write this time too. By the way, uh, I always write, bro. With the freaking, uh, yep. um, I will say this: um, 
the only possible way we would be able to beat the Eagles is a short week where something weird has to happen. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to beat them on a Sunday or a Monday. You know what I mean? If there were a way for us to beat them, it would be on a Thursday at our home so we don't have to fuck with the Eagles fans. And we have our, our new Color Rush helmets on, which look dope, by the way. So we're going to be losing in style. Um, we're plus 550 as a home team. Unreal. It's valid, but it's unreal for me to see. I think the Texans, honestly, will probably cover. Uh, I, I, I see us losing by, I think it's 13 and a half. I can see us losing by 13, 10. We will not win this game, though. There you go. All right. I'm going with the Eagles by 10. I like I liked the Texans cover. I didn't know it was 13 and a half. That's a big old line right there. Yeah. 13 or 13 and a half. We're plus 550 at home. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah. And then next up, we have the Colts going into New England to play against the Patriots. What do you think, Swankadenka? Two very mid-defenses. There's two which should have been better defenses playing down to the level of mid. This is like the definition of a mid-off. You know, like you call a mid-off like a team that's like – Somewhat good at a team that's somewhat bad. These are two literally completely mediocre teams. Um, that being said, Patriots coming off a strong win. Um, who did they beat? The Jets? Yeah, they beat the Jets. Closing them off a tough loss where they really should have won. Jonathan Taylor's iffy. They just lost Naheem Hines. It seems like how I just worded that, I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm actually going to take the Colts on the road. Um, and an upset. I think Deion Jackson is capable of what we saw him doing three weeks ago with Jonathan Taylor out. I like Alan Gurr a lot. He's my boy. That's all I got. Yeah. I'll take I'm, actually, I'm actually going to ride with you with the Colts. The Patriots, they got a good win. But Mac Jones still looks like a fucking idiot out there throwing the ball. So I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. On the road, I actually really like that call. And then next up, we have – the line. Dude, you are cutting oh, out so check the line. You are cutting out so bad. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. It's bad. I'm it's not. Bad. All right. And then next up, we have the Packers going into Detroit to play against the Lions. Pack got to win this one, right? That's why I'm not even answering. They, they this can. is the last straw I have with Green Bay. I would love to see him lose to the Lions. Uh, I would love to. Green Bay loses this game. I swear. I've already lost a lot of money on Green Bay this year. So have I. I'm tired of them. I'm going to bet on them this week just so that they lose, though. I'm gonna, I'll bet on them. I want to see it. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers here, but hopefully they lose because I'll be like the funniest thing ever if they lost to the Detroit Lions. Packers. If they lose, I swear. I swear. Yep. All right. And then next up, we got the Chargers going into Atlanta to play against the Red Hot Atlanta Falcons. Not really. The whole division just sucks, and they're four and four. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chargers here off the bye. I will ride with you as well. Chargers off the bye. I actually really like that pick. That's not bad. Falcons. Atlanta got lucky last week, man. They, they deserved to lose that game. They yeah, did. They really did. It's just the Panthers blow cock and they suck balls. Next up, we have the Bills going into New York against the Jets. The Chargers are coming off a bye, right? Yeah, they are. Um, Bills going. Bills. Yeah, Bills. Easily. All right, then the Vikings playing against the Commanders. We can do a little speed run run, right? 
Right, we're on the same page. Vikings. Um. Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe another speed run right here. Panthers going into Cincy to play against the Bengals. With you again. All right, Bengals. Raiders going into Jacksonville to play against the Jaguars. Jags. Yeah, I'll go with the Jags here. The Raiders are bad. Raiders are bad. If I don't cut out while I say this again, sorry about this, guys. I don't know why my wife was so bad today. But um, the Raiders, to me, are the Nets of the NBA, of the NFL. I like It's that. just – it's drama-filled. They have so much talent. They're not putting anything Bulls together. beat the Nets last night. Bulls beat the Nets. Killed them. As you guys fucking should um, at this moment in time. To me, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, their season is over, and they need to figure out – what they need to do very bad, very soon. Maybe they fire McDaniels on just like that after one year. Who knows? Legitimately um, two and five. That is crazy to see. They're probably the most dramatic team in the NFL, and they suck. So there you go. Yeah, they are bad. All right, and then next up, we have the Dolphins going into Chicago to play against the Bears. Give me the Bears. You're going to go, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna go with your Bears? Yeah, why not? Got to switch it up a little bit. And, you know, the defense, they're going to probably score 45 points against us at least. But Chase Claypool, four touchdowns out of him on Sunday. Shut the fuck up. Chase Claypool I'm first. Going to Dolphins. I'm going to buy I'm going to I'm going to buy a Chase Claypool jersey. You're going to regret that probably. But, okay. He's only signed for one year. I'm waiting till the Bears sign somebody for a max contract before I buy a next jersey. I was going to buy Roquan's Georgia jersey if we signed him long-term, but he's gone now. All right, then next up, we have the Seahawks going to Arizona to play against Cardinals. Three o'clock game, first one. Seahawks. I'm going to go with them. They're both birds. <laughs> what the fuck was that, dog? I was a bird. I was a bird, but they're both birds. I was they're both to... birds. Yeah, I was trying to prank you, so I'm going to go with the Seahawks. <laughs> Let Gino cook. I love Gino. He just keeps on cooking. Yep. All right. Yeah. Round of applause for Gino. He, he's he been kicking ass. And then next up, we have the Rams going into Tampa to play against the Buccaneers. Uh, what happened? Both teams that. Mid-off 2.0. Need to win. Mid-off 2.0. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucs since they're at home. Saturday. I already wrote it down. Wow. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Three and four versus three and five. That is a bit off. And Man. you look at this game before the season starts and you go, wow, that's like the game of the week. And then. <clears throat> oh, my God. We only have two, two, three o'clock games this week. Hmm. That's it. But then we have the Titans and the Chiefs on Sunday night football. What we think in Kansas City. Tennessee cover Chiefs win. Write me down. Dude, I feel like Tennessee, Tennessee always gives the Chiefs a run for their money, man. They do. That's why they're going to cover. Yeah, I'll take that. Tennessee covers Chiefs win. And then, I'll agree with that. And then lastly, we have the Ravens going into New Orleans to play against the Saints on Monday Night Football. 
Now I'm going to flip it right in your head again. I'm going to say the Saints cover and the Ravens win. I like that as well. Dude, we have all the same picks this week. Besides the Bears. Besides the Bears. Awesome. So we have the Eagles, the Colts, the Packers, the Chargers, the Bills, Vikings, Bengals, Raiders, Bears, Seahawks, Bucks, Chiefs, but Titans cover, and the Ravens cover. The Ravens win, but the Saints cover. Did you say Raiders? Oh, I meant Jags. Jags, my fault. I meant Jags. Okay, okay. Sorry, I'm used to thinking that the Raiders are good. They just suck balls. Mid. No, worse than mid. Yeah, but um, pretty square picks out of us this week, but I feel like it's going to be a – we haven't – there's always like one week per year where it's just a square week. Yeah. It's supposed to happen, happens, and I feel like that's kind of this week. Not a lot of upsets. Smooth sailing. That's my prediction for this week. And also, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening about to everything we had to say about the trade deadline and also our picks of the week. It means a lot to both me and Swankadankatowski. We are kid. But thank you guys so much for listening to Stop the BS. And as always, go and follow us on all of our social media at Stop the Dot BS on TikTok at underscore Stop the BS on Instagram. And if you're not following me already, at Connor.Burns3 on all platforms. Thank you guys so much for everything and all your support. We're basically halfway through the NFL season. We still got a lot more to go. We love you all. And as always, bear down. Deuces. Say bye, Swank. Bye-bye.